When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we are taking a trip to the nostalgia zone on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yeah. And Holly, you've got a question for the listeners that's going to bring us all the way back in the TV time machine. Highway to the nostalgia zone. 651-641-1071. If you want to answer the following question, is there a show that you loved back in the day that nobody talks about and because nobody talks about it, you think that it's just an hallucination in your mind? Yeah, that like it might actually not be real. Like it might not have ever even happened and you've never been able to talk about it with anybody else. This is the safe space. Yes. 651-641-1071. Maybe you're not alone. Maybe that show that you think was just a figment of your imagination actually existed and other people watched it. Maybe you'll find your person here. Exactly. We've got Jeremy on the line. Shall we go to the phones? Let's Hello, do it. Jeremy. Jeremy, what is that show for you that you loved but nobody else talks about? And so you're maybe like think it wasn't real. <laughs> yeah, it's from the 80s. It was a British comedy called The Young One. Stop oh, it. Love yeah. it. Stop it. Holly, you, oh, were you finally. Yes. Were you talking about this earlier, Holly? No. This but wasn't Jeremy, the one. Okay. Share. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, You know, I'm always quoting like Vivian or Neil or Rick or something. And, you know, it was like Friends Crossed with Pee Wee Herman. And n- nobody knows what I'm talking about because it was on MTV like Sunday night at 10 o'clock. And that was it. Yeah, Jeremy, I truly have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Um, but I'm impressed what? that that you have very distinct memories of it and that Holly knew what it was. Yeah. So Jeremy, you're not I alone, see. Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you, Holly. You're welcome, Thank you Jeremy. for your call. Yeah. <laughs> have a great day. You, you too. too. The Young Ones features Rick Mayall. Drop said yeah. from himself. Uh, what did he do? He did what? Rick Mayall, one of the guys in The Young Ones, starred as Drop Dead Fred. Oh, she caught me with the death breath. Okay, by the way, Drop Dead Fred, if you don't remember Drop Dead Fred, you should because it was filmed here. Yeah. In the Twin Cities. I may or may not. Phoebe Cates. Were you an extra? (laughs) No, but I've specifically sought out the Drop Dead Fred house, which is in Uptown in the Lake of the Isles area. That is hilarious. And I stood outside of it and I took a picture and I don't, they may have seen me do it. That's fine. May have I feel like if you live in the Drop Dead Fred house, there's like a smattering of people who do that from yeah. time to time. Let's go to Jeannie. Jeannie's on the line. Hi, Jeannie. Jeannie, what is that show for you that you loved but nobody else ever talks about? And so you're not even sure if people even know that it's, if it was real. Um, it was a show from 
from the late 70s. It was a cartoon called The Get Along Gang. Oh, yeah. I feel like I don't feel like I watched The Get Along Gang, but I feel like I've heard of The Get Along Gang. Yeah, I mean, I remember the theme song and everything, and every time I talk about it, people think I'm crazy. Oh, my gosh, Jeannie, you're not crazy. <laughs> I know I've heard of it, so I will give you a high five. Yeah. Thank you for your call. All right. Yes, the get-along gang. I love it. Okay, let's go to Nancy. Nancy's on the line. Hi, Nancy. Nancy, what's Hi. that show for you that you loved, but nobody ever talks about it, so you're not even sure if any if it actually happened or if it was a different dimension? Right, and I don't even know how old it is, but... The Ghost and Mrs. Muir. I don't know that one. Yeah. What was, was that? Hope Lang, and I can't remember that the man was a ghost. He was like a sea captain or something, and and Hope Lang lived in a Victorian, old Victorian house. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they would just, yeah, yeah. Well, interesting, because I've, I've heard of the movie. The movie is from the 40s, oh. so when was the TV show on? Oh, gosh, it had to be, like, the 70s. Oh, my gosh, that is so wild. I have never heard of it, Nancy. Thank you for your call. The Ghost and Mrs. Muir. Yeah, it was a TV series. I see here uh, in... in, it was based on that 1947 film, huh. like you said, and it was uh, 1968 it premiered on NBC. It was canceled at the end of its first season, and then it was picked up by ABC for its second season, and then it was canceled again. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I do want to see uh, an email that I received from Anne, and mm. I want to let you know that I see you because she says the show that nobody talks about is Sequest. Oh, for from sure. Back in the 90s. Jonathan Brandis. Roy Scheider. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there you go. That encapsulates... Where our minds are (laughs) immediately. But that was a show that got a lot of hype in the 90s because it was executive produced by Steven Spielberg. It was about a uh, underwater ship. Yes. It was like a submarine situation. And Jonathan Brandis was was like the the kid that was on the. He was the boy genius that talked to dolphins. Yes, that's right. Anyways, that you're you're not hallucinating. And that actually did happen. We see you. Okay, let's go to let's go to Susie first. Hi, Susie. Susie, what's Hi. that show for you that uh, that you loved but nobody ever talks about? Um, Complete Savages. It was on like 2001, and it was about a um, widow and his seven sons, and he was a fireman, and it was like canceled after the first season. And my son and I loved it. I. It looks like Betty White was on that show. Huh. Could be. Well, that's what it's telling me. <laughs> that's what it's telling me on the internets. Um, that is wild. Susie, thank you for your call. I yeah, know. So that's you. those ones that lasted just a season and then were gone. Those are the hardest ones because, you know, you get hooked into it and apparently not enough people get hooked into it and then right. it goes bye bye in the car car. Yeah. Let's go to Kay. Hi, Kay. Kay, what's that show for you that you loved but nobody ever talks about? It's called Finders of Lost Love. Ooh, tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds very sexy. It, it, sappy. It was, remember the Saturday night lineup when it was Love Boat, Fantasy Island? Yes. And this was on after it. And I can sing the theme song, and it was sappy, and it was, you know, kind of this man would help these people find their lost loves. It wasn't like a detective show. It was very, you know, um, oh like my a show gosh. show, you know, like like actors and actresses, yes. and it was on after that, and, and I loved it. And I sit in my dorm room in college, 
So it was the 80s. Yeah, and 1984. It, and nobody remembers it. That oh. is so, you know, uh, you said you remember the opening theme song. That opening theme song uh, was by Dionne Warwick and Luther Vandross. Isn't that wild? I love it. Yes. Kate, Kate thank you so much for Thanks, your Kate. call. That's so great. Oh. Holly, I know you have one. Well, one that came to mind thinking about this topic was a show. It was a British show. It was a remake of a British show, and then it aired on Nickelodeon. It was their version, the 90s version of the Tomorrow People. I don't even know what that is. It was like kids, and they teleported, and they did stuff. There was fun. There was time traveling. There was all sorts of uh, wonderful, fantastic things, but I have never talked to a single person in my entire life about the Tomorrow People. That is so funny. And it's like, did that? Did I? Did that happen? Did I make did, that did, up? Did it happen? And it did. I it feel did. like that about. So the one, the one that I think of is it was called Breaker High, and I want to say it was on ABC. I'm not. No, maybe it was NBC. It doesn't matter. It was a network show on Saturday mornings about a bunch of teenagers on one of those high school at sea programs, and it was called Breaker High. And it starred a young Ryan Gosling. Ooh. And it's st- stunning to me how many people are think I have horns growing out of my head when I talk <laughs> about Breaker High. What's that a Canadian import? I mean, Probably. I do, because Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. got his start. Well, he was on the Mickey Mouse Club. Yep. He was on the show Flash Forward, which nobody talks about, which mm. was on the Disney Channel. A wonderful middle school teen show that lasted for a season. I don't remember that one. Okay, thank you. I like... Again, there are so many shows where it's like, am I the only one? Okay, so thank you for bringing that up. Yes, original network, YTV Canada, and it was uh, UPN Kids here locally in the United States of America. The Canadians, they know how to do a good teen show. I know, right? And it was, uh, it was, it was, I think it was only one season, 44 episodes in the late 90s. Breaker High, starring a young and very adorable Ryan Gosling. So fun. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, it's happening, you guys. We were hoping it would happen, and then we were scared that it wasn't going to happen, but it's actually happening, and that's the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. They are currently in jury selection. We're going to talk about it after this on My Talk 107.1. Okay, it's happening, you guys. Uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. It's happening. In court starting this week. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off on a beautiful cruise. Holly Roberts and I are not. Toot and we toot. are here. Toot toot indeed. But it is gorgeous outside. And so if you aren't outside, take us with you and get outside. Uh, you can do that on the app. But please, whatever you do, do not leave us for court TV. Don't, because that's what Colleen was trying to do to me earlier in the show. That is a fact. No, we got a radio show to do. We've got things to broadcast and signal because Colleen wanted to go to court TV because today is the day that the trial between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard begins. Jury selection is happening right now in this defamation lawsuit and opening statements are set to begin as early as tomorrow. Can't wait. Now, you might be asking yourself, self? Didn't these people already go to court? Self, didn't these people already go to court? Yes, self, they did. That's a fact. Over in the United Kingdom. Yes. That was a completely different lawsuit. They take it international, these two. Yeah, they they take it international. Mm -hmm. Now, this suit, this law situation, if I want to be really legalese Mm -hmm. about it, 
Let's go back to December 2018. It was a simpler time. Actually, no, it wasn't. No, it was just a time. It was a different time. It was a different time. It was a time. Mm -hmm. So Amber Heard, back in December of 2018, published an op-ed in the Washington Post calling out societal norms that propped up domestic abusers and knocked down their victims. Now, she uh, rehashed a claim that she made a couple years earlier about enduring extensive abuse earlier in her life. Now, Mm -hmm. she was implying that perhaps it was at the hands of her ex-husband, Johnny Depp. But she never said his name. No, she never said Johnny Depp's name in this op-ed in the Washington Post. Well... Apparently, everyone kind of read between the lines and was like, okay. And because after the publication of that op-ed, Disney dropped Johnny Depp from his leading role to Captain Jack Sparrow Mm -hmm. in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just four days after the op-ed ran. So people kind of understood what was happening now. Johnny Depp then sued Amber Heard for $50 million two months later, accusing her of defaming him by describing herself as a domestic abuse survivor. So he's like, hey... You published this op-ed four days later. I was dropped from one of my biggest jobs. Mm -hmm. I'm putting the two and two together. Therefore, I'm going to sue you for $50 million. And she was like, aha, I see your $50 million. And I raise it by another $50 million because then Amber Heard filed a $100 million counterclaim alleging that Johnny Depp had coordinated a campaign aimed at smearing her. So this got messy mm. and it got oh. <laughs> honestly, this the, got messy. if there's anything we know about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp is it goes from zero to real messy in no time flat. And yeah. that is that is across the board just in general and we, about the two of them. And we mean literal mess. See the previous lawsuit. Yes. And some of the stories that happened in it, mm-hmm. including but not limited to mm-hmm. what was found in the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, what was found in the bed. <laughs> yeah, it was. Sorry. Sorry. It's just, the we're, just we're just telling you what Facts. happened. So now this is going to trial today. And the sticky wicket in all of this is that this is going to be televised. Yeah. So that's the thing. So that's the reason why I think we thought that they were going to do whatever. Well, I'm sorry. I'll try that again. Johnny Depp was going to do whatever he felt like he could do in order to get in the way of that happening. Mm -hmm. And I, I fully anticipated some sort of settlement because the kind of stuff that's probably going to be discussed in this, uh, in this trial is not stuff that Johnny Depp wants out there. Right. For his career, not only out there, but, you know, going back to NT Lawyer, Crazy Days and Nights.net, our celebrity gossip mysteries, the blind item. Now, word on the street was is that they were trying to do a Hail Mary and settle this out of mm-hmm. court because the thing about this is that we're going to be seeing yeah. talking and visuals in a way that we didn't with that UK case. Right. And it contextualizes it in a completely different way. Yeah. I mean, the possibility that we're going to see Johnny Depp and Amber Heard taking the stand and talking about this, I would say, is probably pretty high. So what kinds of things, do, you know, I, I, what are you from your sources, Holly? What are you hearing that we uh, should expect in the next few days? So obviously jury selection is happening right now. Uh-huh. Opening arguments can happen as soon as tomorrow. This could be, you know, could be 
taking up an entire week of the news cycle. Well, I think that this trial is expected to run at least about six weeks. Oh, wow. And there is a litany of celebrity folk who have been called to testify on behalf of either Depp or Amber Heard regarding this case. Yeah. Now, the Hollywood Reporter source, an actual attorney, really notes that this is it's rare for someone like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard to take on this level of risk Mm -hmm. because you're putting it all out there. Oh, it's going to all be out there, literally putting it out there. And so that just the unusual nature of this case. Also, I think there's kind of a a curiosity factor in, well, what the heck is really going on between these two people? Is there they can settle at any point, right? I mean, they truly can settle at any time i believe so and i believe so. so that's the thing that's what i just find it's like they're playing chicken right now yeah right like the, each side is sort of waiting for the other to make a move um but listen get some popcorn have a seat uh-huh. if you've got youtube tv you definitely have court tv i learned that Colleen, in a break. eyes up here i know i know I, but i am gonna check on it <laughs> when we come back on the colleen and bradley show don't worry we will give you the report of the report throughout yes worry not we're here for you when we come back on the colleen and bradley show dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid after this on my talk 1071 this is the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom bradley trainers on vacation a beautiful vacation, I might add. Holly and I are here. Yeah. And we are having a beautiful day at the office. And it is our duty in this moment, we take it very seriously, to tell you about dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, the crazy, stupid idiots. They're everywhere. They're to your right. They're to your left. And hopefully when you're looking in the mirror, there is not one locking eyes with you because that would mean it was you. Oftentimes we find them in the state of Florida Florida. and sometimes other places like Uh, where are we going? Texas. Okay, so we're in Texas, and we're not only in Texas, we are in the drive-thru of a Whataburger. Ooh, a regional delicacy. Yes. Um, I think I've heard some people call it Whataburgers. Yeah, just, we're just going to Minnesotaize it and call it Whataburger. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Whataburger. So, okay, so this is in Wichita Falls, Texas. And there is a drive-thru at the Whataburger, and there's a cop nearby who has a a burning question and can't go into the actual lobby of the Whataburger because it's closed. So maybe it's after hours. Mm, I'm not mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, But they they go, well, you know, I'll just just walk through the drive-thru and ask my question. And at that point, this cop smells the overwhelming smell of the marijuana oh sure well you know fast food middle of the night it all goes it together all fits together it's of a piece little package well uh the cop of course was able to identify the vehicle from which the wafting was wafting and went over and hey roll down the window and it was a 17 year old kid uh, who's driving the car he rolls yeah. the window down by the way i just did the motion of rolling down the window manually which i know kid like that 17 year old kid would be like what are, what you, are you doing, doing? <laughs> anyway he rolls the window down and the cop says to him how much you how much weed you got in there and the 17 year old goes 
this much and shows him the joint that he's smoking. Oh, honey. Which at the time was approximately, well, it was under two ounces. But there's another problem. Um, He also had a gun in the car and it wasn't his gun and it wasn't supposed to be his gun and it wasn't supposed to be in the car with him. And anyway, so that's the big problem. This is the bummer of the whole story is that really it was wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. He's facing charges for possession of less than two ounces of marijuana and unlawful possession of a firearm. He did say that the gun and the car belonged to his sister, but it doesn't matter because he was driving it and it was in his possession. Oh, man. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, we, of course, do not know the 17-year-old boy's name because he is a minor, but I hope the burger was good. Yeah, I hope the Wait, burger was good. Did I tell good. you that the reason that the cop was walking through the... Did I tell you? Well, no, I because maybe you said they part. had a burning question. And I was I, like, what, does he have an ointment issue? No, or what's going on here? That's actually the funny part. He wanted to know the calorie count of the burger that he was had ordered and oh, honey, get on, go online. I'm like, go online or just googs or just, or just let, let it fly. Go. Oh, thank you. I was like, you're out of Whataburger. <laughs> Let it fly. Let it fly. You are making choices. It was the honey butter chicken biscuit he was curious about. The answer is 755 calories, FYI, in case you wanted to know at home. But you could also just hit up the googs. You could hit up the googs. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's all unfortunate. Yeah, Holly. That's, yep. Where are we going next? We're going to Florida. Yes, we are. Uh, we're going to Collier County. I believe that's how you say it. Again, I'm going to Minnesota. Or is this. it Collier I don't think they're that fancy in Florida. Oh, I think no. they they aspire to be that fancy, but oh. I'm going to Minnesota, Isaac. We're going to Collier County, Florida, and we've got to meet somebody named Michael Marola. Okay. Yeah, Michael Marola was out and about driving around 1230 tell in me, the morning. Tell me Michael Marola drives a Corolla. No. I, darn it. Michael Marola <laughs> drives a GMC Sierra That's pickup. That's not as fun. Mm-hmm. But okay. Yeah, well, the problem is, is Michael Marola, not in a Corolla, <laughs> was driving his GMC Sierra at 1230 in the morning. And then deputies decided to conduct a traffic stop of Mr. Marola uh, from a previous encounters of having a suspended license. Yeah, oh. not supposed to be driving yeah, around. No. But it's not the fact that Michael Marola was not driving in a Corolla that makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. It's... Again, you know, who it was his passenger. Oh, okay. The passenger was an issue. Somebody in the car with him. Yes. That was not supposed to be in the car with him. Yes. Did and you that like, was an alligator. Ding for you. Are Colleen. you serious? Yes. Oh, I totally thought I was kidding. Stop it. <laughs> Good for you, Colleen. No. Michael Marola, not in a Corolla, was driving around with a live baby alligator Stop. inside his truck. Dude, no. I feel like that's not okay. Yep. The baby alligator was sitting inside an open plastic tub in the bed of the pickup. Oh, no. Now, Michael Marola, who was not driving a Corolla, also had two firearms. He was not drinking a cola either. No, not drinking a cola. (laughs) Uh, But he was carrying firearms in his car. Oh. And also had syringes. That he stole? Yeah. (laughs) Michael Marola, not on a Corolla, not drinking cola. (laughs) With firearms that he stole. Possibly. Uh, 
Deputies also found syringes with meth in it. Oh, yeah, on, no, no, on no, his no, person. No, no, no. no don't do that. No, 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 no. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Michael Marola, not in a Corolla, possibly <laughs> drinking cola. Finish the rest uh, with guns that he stole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was arrested. And now he faces two counts of carrying a concealed firearm mm. and possession of a controlled substance. Now, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission was notified about the gator and wildlife officers responded to investigate. Oh, I so, hope that that gator gets back home. Yeah, well, I feel like there are lots of places in Florida where you could put the gator. That, that will receive a gator. Yeah, mm-hmm. they will receive a gator. Yes, the golf courses, so boats, so rivers, other things. So many I don't options. know. I'm not a wildlife conservation officer, so don't listen to me about where to put your gator. Yeah. Yeah, but don't do drugs. And don't do drugs. Yeah. Thank J- you. Just say no. Nancy Reagan that. Yeah, man. Where are we going now? I, you know, I think we're... Oh, London. Okay, I was trying to figure out where this happened, because really, truly, this could happen to any anybody. Um, but I want to tell you... That, so I hesitate to call Jacques Paul, 27, a crazy, stupid idiot for this, but it's just one of those stories that doesn't tightly fit into any other segment, but it deserves to be told. And again, it is a cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. It could happen to anyone. Ooh. Jacques Paul tells his story on the TikTok. The kids love it. Um, He was uh, trying to get a job. And you know how this is. You you update your you update your resume or the CV, as they call it in the UK. Curriculum vitae. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had updated his resume and he had saved it on his computer as a PDF. Great, because he didn't want anyone to futz with it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He had also uh, written a cover letter. Great. And he had also saved that as a PDF. Wonderful. When he went to merge the two so he could send them off to the place where he was applying, he mistakenly attached the wrong PDF to the other PDF. He did send his resume, but rather than attaching the actual cover letter that he had furnished... He gifted them something else in PDF form. Would you like to guess? Do you know already? Uh, Colleen, I am guessing that there was some porn attached to Mm. this resume. That is a decent guess because, as you know, this is Crazy Stupid Idiots and we have heard such things before. Yeah, like the cover of Jug Life magazine. No, no. It was actually his STD results. Oh, yikes. Colleen, there's so many yikes today. I know, it's just really cringy. That's what the kids say. Are are we cringy? Are we keeping privacy for Jacques? Uh, You know, I think he was clear. I don't quite know. That's great. But but what we do know is, (sighs) what we do know is, he did not get the job. Oh, yeah. I mean, I suppose ultimately not getting the job. It's not the fact that you sent your STD test results. It's the it's that you didn't pay attention to detail. It's and that's and he did say he said that is a problem that he has oh, well, in his own? life, uh, and that he uh, realized it. But I bet you listen. I bet he won't make this mistake again. But I'd also like to honor Jock for being proactive about his sexual yeah. health and getting yes. those STD tests. Thank you. Now, you would think that that would be impressive to the employer. But no, I feel like you're right. The lack of attention to details speaks louder volumes. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah. yeah well, that's the thing. I, I'm, I'm, I feel like we've all been in Jock's position where we have sent an email. Yeah. 
And then and we you can't get it back. And you, no takesy backsies. Nope. It's out there in the universe. You gotta did let I it go because man, it's gone. Did I attach the right file? Did I reply all? Oopsie. Am I that person? Ooh. Yikes. Now his telling Jacques telling the story on TikTok. Um, it also provided a public service because a lot of people said, thank you for sharing that. Now I don't feel so bad about the typo that was in my cover letter, right? Yeah. Once you meet Jacques, who sent his STD results to his future potential employer, you don't feel so bad. You're fine. You're fine. Well, thanks for the self-esteem oh, boost, Jacques and Colleen. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. appreciate it. Feeling yeah. good about myself. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, ooh, this is going to be fun. Now, sometimes when Bradley goes on vacation... We table the throwback live. That will not be the case. No. Because our friend Rocco, who is, I would say, actually the quiz master of my talk 1071, uh, he has done the duty of putting together a throwback live for us today. So, Holly, you and I are going to go head to head. Oh, yeah. And Rocco is going to host a little throwback live? after this on my talk 1071.